All right, everybody, how's it going? This is the podcast of a normal guy. My name is Dave, and I am going to go through the Super Bowl today. Uh, this episode will basically be totally devoted um, to the Super Bowl um, and my sort of commentary on what it, what the game itself has actually become. I am a big football guy, so I'm going to spend the first little while going over the game. Um, but again, standard disclaimer, everything in this uh, uh, podcast is my opinion. Uh, little is based on research. Um, I don't trust any uh, place to not be totally biased, especially the internet. So again, this is just my take on things. Um, you can disagree or agree. But uh, this is the Super Bowl. And this is podcast of a normal guy. I want to uh, talk about the game itself. Now, some just basic details about it. Um, now, you know, I'm a big football guy. So, I mean, I did watch uh, much of the uh, pregame. Um, you know, the pre-pre-pregame is all the... I always find it's like the general interest stuff. You know, get to learn a little bit about some of the players that are in the game. Some stuff that you may not have known. Hardships they've gone over in life. There's some really great stories sometimes. You'll really get to learn a lot about the players, especially if you're not familiar with either of the teams. So I think it's worth it to watch some of that stuff. And then normally there's a break. You know, they they uh, after lunch, they stop broadcasting stuff. In the United States, I highly doubt they stop broadcasting stuff. But at least here in Canada where I am, they uh, there's like a little break. And then it picks up again for the pre-pre-game show uh, where you have all the pro talking heads start giving their predictions and and all that sort of stuff. And then the actual pregame is about 45 minutes to an hour or so before the show. So I watch all of that shit because I love the Super Bowl. But there's so much with the Super Bowl that um, it's just, um, it's just, it's so huge in this giant spectacle that um, it's actually uh, for real football fans. It, it, I don't want to say it takes away from it, but it's so noticeable that it's like, holy crap. Like to the point where it's like the game itself was incredible like it was for a football fan it was a great super bowl um but for non-football fans the game itself could have been just boring or you know that a lot of people don't bother um pay attention paying attention to the game much um during the super bowl so anyways let's let's talk about the game a little bit first off i thought that uh just even going to the uh to the kickoff i thought that I thought that um, Kansas City would have taken the ball first, but I understand why they, uh, you know, they they didn't. Uh, they want to put a lot of pressure on Brock, so so uh, I just I think that you know the the nerves and stuff sort of came out a bit on the first drive, but uh, I love that uh, um, that Brock was able to drive them down. Um, he was kind of playing a little bit out of his mind, and McCaffrey was great uh, running the ball until he coughed it up on the first drive. So I think that. Um, the, the, it started kind of how I, how I figured it would, you know, how you had, uh, you know, some nerves and stuff, um, play, players pan, playing tight because, you know, like, like I said in my previous episode, the Super Bowl, no matter what the players ever want to say, the Super Bowl is not a normal game. Everything's longer, more hype, more celebrities, more everything, you know, you, you've, it's just crazy, you know? The commercial breaks are longer. The um, everything, just, everything is so commercialized. Like not that the, I mean, the NFL obviously is very commercialized, but it's ratcheted up to a ridiculous level for the Super Bowl. And then they've just spent two weeks going through all that, all the interviews, all of the, 
whatever, you know, unless you're an offensive lineman where it's just maybe it is a normal game for them because nobody gives a crap about them, even though they're the ones who win or lose the game for you. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm going to – they drove down the field, and it was it was fantastic up until, uh, up until this. Right, so the drive's clicking, and then you have you have uh, a fumble there, and uh, so Kansas City gets back um, or gets it, and and then this is the part of the game, like for true football fans, that was that was great. San Francisco's defense came out playing out of their goddamn fucking minds. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh, KC's gonna roll over." Even I was, you know, KC's gonna roll over them. They're gonna win by at least ten. You know, they don't have a chance. You know, the Forty ers don't have a chance. But Bosa and crew, they shut down, and I'm talking shut down Kansas City's defense for almost the entire game. They, they were they had no running game. They could not run the ball. Um, I had argued before that a good uh, strategy to keep Bosa and stuff in check was to roll out, um, roll Mahomes out, and get him to find Kelsey down the field or or whomever. And Bosa did not sell out. He kept him contained. He would not let him get out of the pocket clean. He wouldn't let him run north and south. There was none of this Mahomes magic where he would fake the throw and then run around a defender. None of that happened. Bosa was an absolute fucking machine. And oh my, the he's not getting a ring and that's a goddamn fucking travesty. He played so well. That whole defense shut them down, you know. And wow, it was it was so great to watch. So you have the first half, and uh, you know there was there was obvious nerves, and and there was in the rest of it. But um, you know you have uh, what was the score at halftime? It was a ten to three or something like that. I mean, most people know, like football fans who actually know. I mean, you know, th- there was a lot of errors. There were fumbles, and and there were um, you know bad snaps, and there was all kinds of things that you wouldn't have spe- expected to see from either team. Um, but I mean. They're not the opportunity was there uh, for San Francisco to have been up at least seventeen, at least seventeen to three. You know, maybe even like twenty-one to three or twenty to three if they could have kicked another field goal, whatever. You know, um, so there's there's that. Okay, so at at the half, um, at the half when the score was ten to three, you're just like, oh, you know, that's not enough points. You know, there's no way. It's just not enough points. The second half starts, and you think, okay, everyone knows Andy Reid is like the master at halftime adjustments, right? So they come out on the field, Chiefs get the ball, and what do they do? You get a high snap or whatever the hell it was um, over Mahomes or under whatever it was, and uh, they fall on the ball, and then the very next play, he throws a fucking pick. Yeah, so, I mean, he was going for Kelsey. I'm sure he was going for Kelsey because he broke the pocket and started to head up. Oop, kicked my table there. Broke the pocket and started to head up the field a bit, and he just overthrew him. So so you're thinking, oh, my God. So so they got him. You know, you're starting to think, okay, maybe this defense really is going to close this game out, this close, close game, which, again, for a lot of people who don't know shit about football, they think, oh, my God, it's low scoring. It's boring. Where are all the points? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and they get bored with the game, right? Well, let me tell you, man. Um, the finish was just fantastic. So um, let's t- let's talk about the second half. So you have all kinds of great things happening. San Francisco um, is uh, like super excited, obviously, that they got that pick. And then um, 
you know, you have them go down the field here. I'm actually just kind of watching some of these clips as I'm talking about it. So Brock Purdy starts to scramble a bit. You know, he makes uh, makes a couple of good plays. Um, they get right down, um, and and they uh, they can't score. You know, they don't score. And then, uh, so that's off of the turnover they didn't score. So that's a couple of turnovers they didn't score on. Um, and then Mahomes gets the ball on their next drive, and they just get obliterated, right? Um, you know, they got to go for it, or they can't go for it. They don't get it on third down. So, again, these are all just things that are showing how dominant San Francisco's defense really was for most of the game. Obviously, it wasn't enough because they didn't, uh, they, they weren't able to close it out. But things like that, when Mahomes gets the ball, and their punter, too. Let's talk about their special teams. Wow, their special teams, uh, San Francisco, a couple of great punts, a couple of great downs. Obviously, there was a huge error in the second half that we're going to get to. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, up until that point, though, they were, I mean, San Francisco was in the driver's seat, all three phases, even though the score wasn't high. You know, the weak link was the offense, but they even they were, weren't playing that bad. They were they were producing enough um producing enough yardage to dominate field position which is something you don't usually talk about a lot in the nfl it's usually a cfl thing but they were controlling that they were controlling field position their defense was playing absolutely fucking out of their brains just as a note too, the first first down of the second half took place by the chiefs at like you know seven and a half minutes and that's that's how crazy both defense i haven't talked much about kansas city's defense they were playing really well too but that's how, you know, that's how uh, dominant the defenses were. And that's just just for a second with Casey's defense. With the, with the turnovers and stuff, there were two turnovers, and uh, they were held. You know, they they held San Francisco to uh, ten points in the first half. So, um, hats off to them too. I mean, they were playing great as well. All right, so it took me a little bit to find it, but there's a break in the recording here. But uh, so the to me the major turning point in this game was the the error on the punt by. Uh, San Francisco so Kansas City uh, boots it to them and uh, the the returner for San Francisco waved off the blockers he was going to either fair catch it or just let it bounce so I don't know maybe the guy didn't hear the player that it, the ball contacted him but they didn't hear or something it's a it's a perfect storm for KC basically so everyone's trying to get out of the way of the ball but it hits somebody so now there's one guy, the returner for San Francisco, the only guy in the vicinity of the ball, and there's all KC players around him. The guy didn't have a goddamn prayer to recover this. It's just one of those unfortunate, stupid events, right? And it changed the whole fucking game. So listen up here. So KC gets the ball, and they waste no time. Right, so the very next play, classic Mahomes, go for the jugular. Now they have the lead, and oh man, let me tell you. And I know that uh, I know that Brock went down the field, you know, and uh, and they got another field goal, so that was that was great. Um, but then KC goes and uh, they just and they they tie it. They go and they tie the game, and if I got him Super Bowls going to overtime, and I just again I can't stress how much how bad I feel for San Francisco fans. Like my cousin is a huge Niners fan and I can't even imagine the roller coaster he was going through watching their defense play. So great. Taking Mahomes out of the game, basically right up until like, you know, four minutes, five minutes, whatever the hell it is uh, before the end of regulation. 
Oh God! And you know, and it's so funny because Brock drives the field and kicks the field goal, and our you know San Francisco kicks the field goal to go up again. But I mean, again, and how big was that mixed extra point too? Sorry, I didn't mention that by San Francisco. They score a touchdown. Fucking Moody, kicker, fucking kicks like a he breaks the record earlier in the game. How did I not bring this up? Sorry. Excuse me. Moody, Moody breaks the, the the NFL record for longest field goal. And then he fucking misses an extra point later. Huge missed extra point. So then they drive the field in the fourth quarter, kick a field goal. Moody makes that one. And then they give the ball back to Mahomes with two timeouts and a minute 35 on the clock. And you know what happens, right? You know what happens. Mahomes drives the field. And they almost, I mean, they were they got real close. I mean, it looked like, I mean, you know, they were they were looking to score a touchdown. But it wasn't there. And the the experience comes through on a team like you watch remember Detroit when you watch Detroit and last uh you know in the playoffs in the championship game and they took chances that they shouldn't have taken you know um it's a coaching thing you know you get the adrenaline going and you think ah no we can make it we can do it but then you but then you don't you know and then you 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 burn a timeout so you can't stop the the team the next you know you couldn't stop San Francisco on you know, on three straight downs, and oh, it was just, it was awful, right? So that kind of stuff is what fucked them. But KC knows we're going to go to overtime for screw it. We, we, you know, don't, don't, don't force it when it ain't there. So what did they do? They kicked the field goal and they, they tied the game. And now we're heading to overtime in the Super Bowl. So the overtime in the Super Bowl was absolutely incredible. Now, the biggest mistake, and all oh, tons of people have said, uh, talked about this, but the huge, huge mistake San Francisco made, and Schaden, or I almost called him Schottenheimer, oh my God, um, Shanahan, Shanahan, um, the biggest mistake he made was taking the ball. Oh my God, what are you doing? Because, and I agree with this, if you take the ball, you're automatically giving another down to Patrick Mahomes, because... He has to go for it, right? If you score on your drive as San Francisco, which they did, they got a field goal. If you score on that drive, then you're now putting Mahomes back into Mahomes mode. You know, his sort of dialed in, and you're giving him an extra down. You're giving him fourth down uh, because they're going to go for it, right? Giving that's what they mean by giving him an extra down. So. So, so uh, Brock drives drives them, and they go and they score a field goal, right? So now, because of the overtime rule change, now Mahomes gets to uh, possess the ball as well. And then we all know what happened, right? Drives down the field, you know, the, the, the dominant defense that we saw from San Francisco melted away, and uh, Mahomes, they went for it on fourth down one play, and it was just a play that would have been shut down earlier in the game um, was easily made by Mahomes. Mahomes also called a quarterback draw in there and got yards, a couple of big passes to Kelsey. And then the final play of the game was absolutely outstanding. I'm going to play it for you. So Hartman on that play. This is classic, classic, classic Andy Reid. Um, you know, everyone in their head's probably thinking, oh, it's going to Kelsey, it's going to Kelsey, Kelsey's going to win the Super Bowl, right? Well, um, Hartman on that play, um, it was just brilliant. He was lined up as a receiver and then made, on. He, he came in motion before the snap and came in towards Mahomes. 
And Mahomes was looking was looking at the center of the field, which froze everybody in the center of the field. And then he pulled a corner in to uh, cover Hartman. And then Hartman broke out, just broke out on a um, um, on his route into the like basically into the the edge of the end zone there. I guess he ran a um, a post if you want to call it. That. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what kind of route you would call it. Who knows? But it, it was it was a quick in and then a, and a quick out. I guess is maybe the best way to put it. I don't know the names of the NFL, I, like the, that particular play. I heard him talking about it later on Kimmel, though, and it was kind of a, a Tom and Jerry kind of thing, right? Like the way NFL player plays are usually broken down. It's like, it sounds like all a bunch of gobbledygook, right? But it's breaking down what each part of the offense is doing. So the line's going to do this. The receivers are going to do that. You know, The running back's going to do this. And if you're in the huddle listening to the call, play call, you're just listening for your part, right? So... So Hartman would have heard the Tom and Jerry thing, and he would have known what play it was, what route he was supposed to do. He executed to absolute perfection. Mahomes froze everybody with his eyes, and then Hartman was, I mean, wide open for for the Super Bowl victory. And uh, I, for like I said before um, in the podcast here episode here, um, this was this was a fantastic Super Bowl. This was coaching at its highest level. And players executing at times at their highest level. This, this to me is a typical Super Bowl. You got fumbles. You have you got drama. You got an, one interception. Like Mahomes doesn't throw fucking interceptions, like especially uh, in in big playoff games like this. But he threw a pick. Yeah, McCaffrey. He doesn't fumble the ball. He doesn't fumble the ball, and he fucking had a fumble in this game. You know. So things like that. You know, you got a mixed extra missed extra point, which I know those happen. But holy fuck, in the Super Bowl, what a big deal, right? You know. So. And then, and then you have players like Kittle, who was absolutely blanked out of this game, had no impact, hardly any impact whatsoever, nothing, you know. And then you have Kelsey, who barely had any impact in this game. And I loved it when he went up and was yelling at, at, uh, at the coach, right, just screaming. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Like, put get me in the game, I'm gonna score. But it's like, would you, would you, Kelsey? You're playing, you're a non-factor. Up up until that point, he was a non-factor. One catch, one yard, whatever, man. So those huge players, you know, and, and Mahomes was playing like shit, you know, and then and then the rookie was was lighting up in the first half, you know, like it's just all these things, all these storylines that got put on their their heads. How great of a fucking Super Bowl was this Super Bowl? But uh, anyways, that's that for for my little breakdown a bit, if you want to call it that of the game. Um, but I just wanted to to just go over how much I think that uh, meet the media and social media and whatever is fucking ruining the Super Bowl um, because it, it I mean it just is this is my opinion of course right so advertising's always been a big thing you know when you when you have the Super Bowl you get the Super Bowl commercials you know everyone wants to see what they're gonna be like you know like most I, I don't get them like I live like I said I live in Canada so I'll uh, you know a lot of people in Canada though, like they can subscribe to the American some American channel so um, so they'll be able to see them but I don't I don't give a fuck about the commercials usually I, I watch them on YouTube the next day but but that's kind of my point. Like when I, you know, it, this was the Super Bowl, right? When I went online to look at recaps for the game or whatever, I just I just entered Super Bowl, and I got more bullshit about like everything you could possibly imagine that you could hear about everything but the game. Okay, everything but the game. They had stuff like you know things about Taylor Swift, or they had things about anything. I mean, like I said, anything other than anything other than the game. I had to actually dig to find a decent uh, recap of the game. I mean, that's, that's how ridiculous things are getting when, when you can't even 
go and find a good recap of the game to watch the next day because because every everything else has taken over. So there was also this stupid conspiracy theory in the States. I mentioned Taylor Swift a second ago. But it just fucking kills me. Like, it kills me how much people hate Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey being together. It's it's just so funny. I mean, when I when I look at these games, right, when they show all the celebrities, like they show all the celebrities, like, oh, look, there's this person, there's that person, a whole row of celebrities, right? What the fuck are they doing? They're yapping, they're talking, they're looking at their phones, they're not paying attention to the game. I think I said this in my last episode, too. When they showed Taylor Swift, she was shotgunning beers and cheering like a fucking maniac. Like, there's a problem there? Like, what's the problem? But this conspiracy theory that was cooked up in the States, because again, this is all social media driven and people without fucking brains in their head. People actually thought that the NFL rigged the Super Bowl to make sure that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, particularly Taylor Swift, would have the opportunity at halftime because, you know, Travis is in the middle of playing a fucking Super Bowl, to convince people to vote for, to register and make sure that they vote for Biden. That's the big conspiracy. Um, That's the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. But again, I keep saying that, and every day, somebody trumps the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. You know? There's just no social conscience on social media. People can say whatever they want, especially in the States, say whatever they want. Um, They can outright lie. Um, They can make shit up just so they can get those likes and clicks that they need so they can monetize their bullshit. And uh, instead of getting a fucking job, make some money off of uh, social media. So yeah, my last point on there was something I already brought up that I wanted to mention just about actually being able to google or something and watch the game you know for for a long long time football lovers have said that the best games are usually championship games um the last few super bowls have actually been pretty good um but i just think that uh the super bowl is getting too much about other things other than the game you know and i fucking hate that there's a two-week break you know especially for the bullshit pro bowl they have just move the fucking pro bowl until after so that the best players that people who just played the super bowl can take part in it and also, um, stop making real football fans wait two weeks for the Super Bowl. It's bullshit. And it adds in too many opportunities for uh, things to go wrong, things to go bad, players to get themselves into trouble. And this one, of course, was in Las Vegas. I, I, I didn't hear a lot of stories or anything that happened uh, about people getting themselves into trouble in Vegas. Afterwards, I'm sure they probably did. Um, but anyways, I don't know. I just want the Super Bowl to be about football and not about everybody else you know people in their super bowl parties and uh eating too much and drinking too much all the betting and stuff like oh i don't know it's just a lot of it gets taken away from the absolute fantastic fucking game that this game was i mean just balls out awesome football it was a great game to watch um and i wish my cousin was here i really want to do an episode i mean he's 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 mourning in mourning right now (laughs) because uh, san francisco lost right but uh, I, I would love to have him on here to, to talk talk football, you know, because, uh, you know, I just want to know what he felt, what he was feeling. Like, I didn't get to watch it with him. So, um, anyways, yeah, that, that that's my stuff about that. But I, I just really want the Super Bowl back is what I'm trying to say. As a true football fan, I just I want the Super Bowl back. I want it wrestled away from uh, social media, and I want, uh, you know, I, I want to be able to Google the Super Bowl and see, like, multiple – multiple uh highlight packages so i can relive the key moments because it was just a great game anyways i gotta go do my real job 
I want everybody to have a great day. And uh, now I'm entering the dead zone of sports because I'm not a huge basketball guy. I know March Madness is coming and it's fucking amazing, but I'm not a huge basketball guy. Um, and even though I'm Canadian, I'm not even a huge hockey guy. But uh, baseball's coming soon. I fucking love baseball. And uh, the CFL starts up. So anyways, Billy Burr, I hope one day, one day I hope that we can talk. I'd love to talk to you about the CFL. I'd love to bring you to a CFL game. I know you're rich and you're busy and you won't have time ever, but, you know, it'd be awesome for you to experience what a CFL game is like and uh, maybe learn some of the teams and, and like that football as well. Anyways, I'm out of here. i got to go do my job. Have a great day. Tune in next time. Podcast of a normal guy. My name's Dave. See you.